everybody. Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Podcast, episode 63. I'm here with Griffin. I'm here with Trav. And I'm here with Adam. Tonight we watched Django Unchained. This is the second movie. (laughs) You got to close the episode with that song. I'm going to do it. Please. This is uh this is my second uh, uh second week on my round. I'm going around. I'm doing a victory lap for three. <laughs> now it's been extended. I'm going fucking five weeks victory lap. I thought that's maybe why we didn't podcast last week because Travis was still butt hurt because he didn't win. What? Uh, that's what it was. Yeah. Now isn't this this is the this is the seventh film by Tarantino, right? Yeah. Or is it the sixth? Yes. Yeah, this seven. is seven. Lucky number seven. Lucky number seven. <laughs> Um, I love this movie. Oh my god! More, more than white people love Post Malone. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. And white people fucking love Post Malone. <laughs> I like, know. Real. I love Post Malone, and I'm white as fuck. You yeah. know, but I love this movie more. I'm just saying, it gets better. I don't yeah, know how, but it's time. like every time I watch it. It's every uh, time it's I like watch I, this movie, I leave like this was a fucking masterpiece. I have to agree. Like, yeah, definitely. It. I don't know if it's because, like, like with most of his movies, you know, when you like most Tarantino films are like they have such a good rewatch value. Well, and not the hateful lead, apparently. Is, well, I mean, well, <laughs> this is well, this is one of them. I mean, dude, the hateful eight was it. It is what it is. You with gave that it a movie. half star, Travis. But I didn't say it was a bad. Movie. <laughs> you gave it a half star. Uh, Can you give it like a half of a half or something? Just like a damn. Do you you want me to give it like seventy-five percent of a damn star or something? (laughs) Can we do that? Three quarters of a star. Yes, yes. It's too late now. No, no, no. no, We're doing it now. As 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 uh, cut it out. As as vicariously (laughs) as being the vicarious real estate commissioner. What? I'm vicariously using you, so I'm putting words in your mouth right now, Adam. Okay. Uh, my words <laughs> of, the, of the real estate pod commissioner, you know, I, I give it three and three quarter star. <laughs> All is right with the world. Is the timeline fixed? No. <laughs> we're we're <laughs> still fuck, in we the fucking. Go back. We're in the alternate dimension. Yeah. I'm fucking. Oh, it fucked oh, everything up. Whenever you gave that a half star, our our fucking. Reality Universe. was bleeding over into another one. My arm got stuck in the wall. <laughs> My DVD, the DVD, I hit therapy. eject, and the DVD came out of the lamp. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I fucked everything up. But this movie... But this was a good, this this a, movie was ridiculous. This movie's fucking great. Every time I, I've ever watched it, I'm just like... I'm, a, I'm, going on, I'm going on record, on real estate record here. I think this is Tarantino's best movie. Mm. I know one thing. This movie makes one. up this movie makes up for all the years of not having a film with a racist Annabellum South accent <laughs> yeah. guy talking. Oh my you know God. what I mean? <laughs> now, who's your favorite? Uh is it uh what's his name? Big Dad. Oh dude, yeah. it, it's well it's it's a it's a tie between Goggins and fucking DiCaprio, man. What about uh, uh what's his name? Like uh, what's it what is it? DiCaprio his name? DiCaprio spit some hateful shit in this movie. Yeah, it's a big daddy. Like fucking hateful, dude. It's uh, but it, it's probably it, it's played, probably uh, his Miami Vice. 
it's Don one of Johnson. his best. It's one of his best uh, performances, though. DiCaprio's. I lost yeah, my shit when he was standing on the steps. I'm talking about Don Johnson, <laughs> and he was like, "Well, I have five thousand thousand reasons why you might change your mind." He said, "Well, come yeah. on in. <laughs> yeah. Get your glass of sweet tea." Like, yeah. "Well, come on <laughs> in. You showed up. No appointment. No nothing." I watched this movie three times in the theater. I three went fucking times. Three did you, and a half. Did, was it? Was it? Was it? Was it money well spent each time? Oh, Adam? Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, so, how, so how, how much did you invest though? How much was your ticket on well, each one? You know, you're pushing close. To, well, I went one time. I went. I got a matinee there in Scottsboro. First you time spent I like went. What, maybe twenty twenty five bucks probably. Yeah, I'd say worth it, man. I would have paid thirty. Yeah, I'm paying whatever yeah. they wanted. The only reason I went to a matinee show is because I knew nobody would be there. Yeah, I wanted right. a private. Well, I mean, at, at the <laughs> end of the day, I feel like that—that's the only reason any anyone goes to a matinee besides like for your kid or something like that. You know what I mean? Like if you're if you're at the matinee, it's like you like people who go to the matinee are probably going because of the same thing. Yeah, you know I what want I mean? it to be like, empty. But well, you know, some people they just you know what's what's the allure of the. What's the allure of the seven o'clock crowd fest? Uh, Sometimes it depends on what kind of movie you watch, but it can add to the experience. Yeah, it just well, depends just on what you there is. with everyone. Like well, a I mean, I, I mean, or a comedy. I well, would have I mean, to I say know, like a Star Wars movie. Yeah, yeah, like That's I mean, one of those where you feel like, you feel the excitement, yeah. like with everyone else. Like yeah, like I I see what you're saying. Like that. That's how I felt with the. Uh, the big final showdown in, in the, the first Avengers movie. Like we yeah. were all in the theater and it was just like, Oh fuck. This is like, you're, oh, you're man, here with that's my, my people. <laughs> that's my secret yeah. cap. And you're like, ah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. One time I went and watched this, the power went out. Mm. They gave us rain checks. Guess what I did with the rain check? Wait and watch it again. Fuck it. Django, <laughs> Django unrained. Yeah, I, dude, it was, the power I, was the, I, I was digging deep, guys. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. The Straight power went bottom. out. The movie started back up, but it wasn't synced right. Then the power went out again, and I was just, uh-uh. I Man, was halfway I through the movie. Shit. Yeah. That shit happened to me one time when, when me and Deidre went and watched 2012. Oh, I'm not God. fucking. I'm <laughs> not fucking proud to say it, but we did. And, uh, yeah, dude, Like, and what was crazy is the projector was, was uh, it was on something that was rumbling, so like the image was fucking shaking. Yeah, and it wasn't because nine thousand buildings were collapsing; it's because it was the fucking projector. It was just, it was funny, right? Um, nah, man, it was. Uh, this was one like, all right, let's think about it in the terms of the release. It was Inglourious, at Christmas. Well, Inglorious Bastards comes out. Watch it once. Yeah. It was what it was. Didn't go see it multiple times in no. theaters. You hear this. You hear about Django. We heard about it for three years. Yeah. The script it's gonna leaked. Be take, it's going to be taking place in the South. It's going to be before the Civil War. Yeah. It's going to have Leonardo DiCaprio in it. Yeah. Remember, Will Smith was rumored to play Django at one point. You know, <laughs> yeah, he was. It's going to have it. It's going to have that Jew guy. From Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, and we're the like, best thing oh about Inglorious Bastards. Yes. A main then, role. Yeah. And then you keep hearing, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's going to be in it. Don Johnson's going to be in it. This dude, this dude, like, you're like, holy shit, it's going to be a fucking all-star cast, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I will say uh, Christoph Waltz was the selling point for me. Like Dude. that's I, I was I was on that bandwagon for sure. He this is his fucking. I don't know. This movie was is Christoph Waltz is fucking incredible in everything he does, but specifically in this movie. Like I wanted to be like around him, you know, like he gives off this fucking magnetism. You know what I mean? Like this mm-hmm. fucking pan ass, you know, pan-ass it's just, for sure, dude. <laughs> I mean, he's just so <laughs> graceful and pan-ass. so elegant. <laughs> he do have pan ass, don't he? <laughs> like I he mean, needs to, he needs to replace Attenborough on planet earth and just narrate that shit. Dude. If he was one of those guys, uh, who's that guy that does all those motivational speeches? Tony um, something. Tony Robinson. Yeah. If he was one of those guys, I would buy whatever the fuck he was selling. You know what I mean? He's just so he's incredible. The best fucking find of any director in the past 50 fucking years. In my, he is just Tarantino knocked it out of the park. You know what I mean? Um, Finding this guy and his role in this film. I mean, it's just, he was perfect, man. Christoph Waltz. Yes, yes. He's and then such him. A good actor. Actor. He, he, he is. I want, him, like, I want him to be in more villainous roles, though, because I loved, I loved to hate him in Inglorious Bastards. Oh yeah. Well, it's the reason though is because you like him so much. <laughs> yeah, you like you love to hate him. Yes, he's he was one such of those, a good bad guy. Yes, you hated him, but you're like, I cannot. I he draws you in. Yes, he draws you into his space, and he's like, I'm going to kill everybody you fucking know, but who cares? Like, look at me go while I do it. You know what I mean? That yeah. fucking opening scene to Inglorious Bastard is so tense, it gives me a fucking panic attack. <laughs> yeah. It yeah, really, really does. <laughs> I'm just like, <gasps> I have to bring a fucking um, a bag with me whenever I fucking watch that movie. Yeah, so you can hide got yeah. The moment where, you know, because, you know, when the movie, when that movie starts, you know, they're speaking in French. And the, so when he goes from, when he's like, let's go from French to English. Yeah. Like just that, it just, it added more it to did. it. It was just so. So, but yeah, this, um, but yeah, this movie was. I mean, it's. Well, I, I mean, like where, to, where to start? There's so many re- like ridiculous bits of dialogue throughout this movie that. Well, it's one, whenever you saw the trailers back in the day, oh all they showed you was that they were looking for the Brittle Brothers, yeah. right? That's all you like knew a Western. about. Yeah, that's you. He got Django. He needs to help him find him. That that's the story. They accomplished that shit forty five minutes in. You still got two hours, baby. Yeah. What the fuck are they gonna do? Yeah, really. Enter Calvin, motherfucking Candy. I'm from the Kroger oh. Plantation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Watching the Leonardo DiCaprio, Christoph Waltz back and forth, it's like watching a magic trick. It's amazing. It's it's unreal, man. It's it's two of the greats the, just tackle the fact that Leonardo DiCaprio did not get an Oscar. Yeah, for his performance in this movie, I'll never understand. It's rigged. Because they gave him one for fucking getting raped by a bear. <laughs> this movie? I mean, he's acted his ass off in this movie. And I still haven't seen The Revenant. It's it's okay. It's not this good, though, is it? Like, No. Was the acting this good? 
I mean, the actor. Was I mean, we good, all know he, why. He didn't. They well, didn't the thing with the Revenant for this movie. The thing with the Revenant was just it had so much other technical stuff going on. Yeah, like the fact that he shot it using only natural light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like when, like when you watch the Revenant, you may not. No, it may not be the most. He won the most an Oscar for his acting in it. That's what he won. One best actor. I mean, he's crawling around ninety like, percent of the movie. Yeah, like my my. my <laughs> My my depiction of his acting or his performance in The Revenant was just him shivering in every shot. Like, yeah, he's like fun. <laughs> he won the Oscar uh, for being cold. <laughs> exactly. I yeah. mean, and and yeah, his transformation as a fucking racist fucking plantation owner was pretty crazy. Well, that's that's why I love watching Tarantino movies. It feels like he tapped straight into like the vein. Like it real. Yes. And it's one of those things where it seems so real that it doesn't seem real? inappropriate. Does that <laughs> oh, make sense? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, because, I mean, well, the goes, movie was gratuitous with, you know, dropping the N-word. They said man. it, like, how many times? Oh, you want me to look it up? Look it up. We need a counter. It's right. a lot. It's well over oh, 100 yeah. times. Yeah, man. If for some reason, like a person who's, if, if you've stumbled on this episode and you haven't watched Django Unchained, I mean, it's not that there's something wrong with you, but it's just like, if you're a probably, fan of film and you have, if, if you don't know about that movie still and you're going into it blind, like if words offend you, this <laughs> movie got enough to, it's like a megaton hammer, dude. Uh, how many times do you think they say it? 107. Ooh, that's specific. What about you, Trav? <sighs> 200? Hell, I don't know. Like, It's uh, 110 times. <laughs> that's, it says, according to Spike Lee, who boycotted the film, and many other sources, the word is used 110 times. Well, here's yeah, the thing. I mean, yeah, um, I remember it's when it a period, came out, there was a lot of scrutiny. It's in a it. period piece, and around that time, people, you know, they weren't like, better not say that. I don't want to upset nobody. You know, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's part of the movie, man. Like, it, it you is. know, there's nothing wrong not, with it. Like, no, and he's not afraid to go there. He, he fucking went there, dude. Didn't he, though? Is this sign on the back of the house <laughs> that says, <laughs> we'll get to that soon storage? Yeah. No. What kind of doctor are you? Yeah. Dentist? <laughs> yeah. That scene was Man. awesome. Yeah. It, it was. opens up. You see these dudes walking. The scenery's amazing. Yeah. They got this camera set up, the color. I mean, everything about it was just like, damn, I want to. It's like, you know, like shit. Yeah. I mean, especially on Blu ray. Oh, as yeah. As soon as this shit came out on Blu ray, I bought it, watched it. The night I bought it, I popped it in. I was just like, oh, my God. Looks so much better than it does in like the theater, right? The other colors right. seem a little washed out sometimes. You know, it's yeah. been projected through the air, like you know, because it's bright as fuck. Yeah, so <laughs> you get it home. I put it in. I cut the lights off. You know, I'm like sitting there watching it, mouth breathing, yeah, in front of my 55 inch, you know, flat screen, just watching this shit. Like they come walking in. I mean, every scene, shot for shot, is amazing. Like, yeah, like a work of art. Yeah. Every little there's shot. No, there's no chuff. No, zero chuff. And there's a lot of scenes where a it's lot. them walking around. A lot. But it's but it's crucial. I mean, but it that, just shows. That shot 
of you know it shows them walking during the daytime then it cuts to like the woods and it's dark yeah yeah it shows them walking in you know i mean it's like realistic yeah you know we got these guys walking two guys on the horses one of which looked like dexter's dad was that dexter's dad it was and then here comes the dude and his little was a little was that a a donkey he had a horse a little thing yeah a little little cart a little tooth on top no big deal and he gets Django. Buys him. He sold does. American. Sold American. Mr. Speck. Mr. Speck. <laughs> like to purchase weird, your brother's snag. Seeing how he won't be needed little, anymore. For uh, Christoph Waltz's uh, cover, that weird tooth just bobbing yeah, on dangling top of his wagon. Yeah. <laughs> on that big ass spring. I want to get one of those and put it on top of a car. And he was a Dude. bounty hunter. He was. I wonder if any of those other bounty hunters were like, you know what I mean? Like, because the other movie was full of bounty hunters. Yeah. I wonder if uh, there's some kind of connection there. Hmm. Well, they he said that he wanted to do The Hateful Eight as a sequel with uh, Marcus uh, Warren being Django. Okay. But he scrapped that idea. Yeah. So it's in better my the way head, it worked out. Yeah. But, you know, if you wanted to look at it that way, it's kind of makes sense you know because uh-huh. Django blew that motherfucker's house up at the end you know it would make sense that he would burn a fucking military prison to the ground to yeah. escape you know what I mean so well I, I heard some stuff that Django is supposed to be like a direct descendant of uh, Shaft yeah because her name's Broomhilda von Shaft yeah and his last name is Freeman just because he's, he's a Freeman uh, yeah so it's crazy what he fucking wraps into his shit, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, the character. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. I mean, the characters. Everybody. everybody the, the fucking uh, Big Daddy. His whole fucking little group of cronies. I mean, all the way to fuck, like... Uh, what's his name? From Dukes of Hazard. The sheriff. You know when I mean? they go into that first little town there and he says... yeah. He shoots the guy, and he's like, we're just going to wait for the rest of the people to get here. Like, yeah. let me do the talking. They're not, you know, yeah. they don't exactly like people of, of your pigment around well, I mean, here. Well, if you think about it, as long as the film's duration, and, and, and like you said, Adam, the movie wraps itself up, like, or at least the trailer's plot point gets wrapped up in the first hour, you know. Yeah. The the movie's almost like uh was I going like I had it was I had it's it not it doesn't feel well it's like once that movie's finished it's, you start another like, one well it's like it's like it's, it's like, like the, a two-parter like it's like the odyssey for you know that this the slave goes on it's like insane yeah <laughs> that training montage that shit was badass yeah the them a natural natural yeah, natural yeah oh that yeah. part when he said when they're standing there, that really cool scene where they're like around all those rocks. Yeah. He's doing something with his horse and Django's over there. You know, asking him like, what's this? What's that? Yeah. And he says something, you know, I had a girl and he's like, Django. <laughs> I did not know you were a married man. <laughs> Django. Django. Who could play that me. part better than him? I mean, that role nobody. was made for Christoph Waltz. Like, yeah. He was really good. He's the best thing about it, Glorious Bastards. Yeah, for like, sure. Even better than Brad Pitt. Oh, way better. Brad, yeah. Brad Pitt had that one line about yeah. busting skulls in. Yeah. Right? 
She wants to die first country. Yeah. <laughs> no, Nazi wants to die first country. You ever want to eat another sauerkraut sandwich again? We are pointing us out those gunners on that map. <laughs> I'm Lieutenant Aldo Rain. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, I don't know, man. It it just it goes so, so many different places. They do so much shit from Chattanooga to fucking Mississippi to to Gatlinburg, like all these places that we've been to. Yeah, you know what I mean. That are just right around the corner here. You know, it's like what the fuck in Texas. I mean, it was and the the cameo of the the original Django. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, what what a better fucking tip of the hat than that? Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it's perfect. He, I mean, you can tell when somebody loves fucking movies. Yeah, when they can write shit like that. Mm-hmm. Because we sit around all fucking day and and write movies in our fucking heads, mm-hmm. right? Head movies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's me and. Before you got on, me and Travis spent a a 45-minute extended exclusive, not fucking recorded podcast on Justice League. Y'all had a director's cut? Yeah, director's. Yeah, yeah, we did. We had had a fucking, we definitely had a a fucking addendum or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, but it wasn't recorded, unfortunately. But it was badass. You should have been there. (laughs) You'd have been like, this shit again. Fuck. (laughs) <laughs> we re, we 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 reconstructed Justice League like three different times. Oh. It was, you we, know. we let we let the nerd flag fly for sure, didn't we? Though, um, so what do you think the uh, growth for Mister Django? Remember, this came out when, um, fucking what you call it, Star Wars. That's right. Fan- came yeah, yeah. It was in the same month too, right? Yeah, I, I think on the same day, maybe. Wait, it came, it came out when Force Awakens did? Yeah, because uh, Tarantino's like, it's fucking Star Wars movie, okay? It's 2012. <laughs> yeah, didn't it come out the same time as that? No, Force oh, Awakens, man. no. 2012 was when the Avengers dropped. Are you sure? Force Awakens yeah. came out when I was over here. It was like three years ago Force Awakens came out. Hold on, I'm getting to the bottom of yeah, 2012 is when was, Django came out. Came out in 2015. What came out in 2015? It had to no, be the... Uh, Hateful Eight. Yeah, that's right. The Hateful Eight, my bad. Discredit all that shit, yeah. guys. <laughs> um, so what do you think the the cumulative worldwide gross... All together or like opening? All together. $350 million. Mm. What do you think, Trav? I know a damn well it didn't make that much. I'm gonna lowball it and say it got two twenty five. I'm gonna change mine. Change it. One hundred fifty million for the cumulative worldwide gross four hundred and twenty five million dollars. Damn. Oh man, you fucked me Open up with that. Mm. Mm. That's that's mm. good money. How much did they spend on it? Uh, the budget was a hundred. Shit, they made well, their money you, back. Well, I mean, if you think about it, the, if I remember correctly, too, the the press marketing for that film, mm. like they had, I mean, he was on all the talk shows. Oh yeah, and it was, oh, you know, because the movie got a lot of buzz because of its yep. use of its language. You know, so yeah. yeah. Whenever yeah, I, I mean, watched this sense. movie, I watched it in Georgia. Okay, 
First time I walked in, I had no idea. <laughs> I watched it like into? open it. Like when it dropped, I was there. I think I went Christmas Day and watched it. I mean, yeah, the I day went. it came out. I want to say, yeah. I want to say, I remember you sending me and Griffin a message telling us that you had went. Oh, I was and rubbing it, it in. Like, like <laughs> you, everywhere. Well, you now, were you were gushing. I will say now, this. Now, I, I think I had already now, seen it too, right? Yeah, I remember because you. That's yeah. Yeah. So I'm in there. Uh, yeah, I got walk in the theater. There's one seat. I ain't sitting on the front row. Who does? You know what I'm saying? I don't want a damn crick in my neck when I go back up. But, <laughs> um, when you go up to, uh, you know, I got up a little bit. All right, so there's a seat there. I'm sitting next to a black couple. You know? Yeah. I was very uncomfortable the whole really. Day. Yeah, I was. They didn't. They didn't look. They they were not amused, especially his girlfriend. Really. Like, it looked like he was like, let's watch this movie, baby. Let's watch this one. Let's watch, you know. Yeah, Jamie Foxx, baby. Come yeah, on. Yeah, no. They weren't happy. And there were just certain scenes where something would happen. I'd be like, <laughs> just trying not to just hold it in. I felt like I couldn't let it go, you know. Yeah. No, man. Let me tell you. My- Wait, when we came out, there was a cop right there at the door. Because remember, there was some shit that went down in the theater not long before. Yeah. That. Yeah. But there was a cop waiting. Right there at the door, like anybody coming out had to, you know, your cop was waiting. None of the other theaters had that. It was just right there at that one door where the <laughs> cop when everybody came out. Because I think there were some problems in, in many places. Like yeah, people, people got into a fight and stuff. I mean, it's a fucking movie, you know? Yeah. But that's my story. Um, so that's why I went and watched it again, you know, and again. Yeah. <laughs> no, the last time I went and watched it, um, I, I came in late because I was. That's when I was working at the Johns down there in Scottsboro. The movie it was um, right whenever he meets up with the uh, Beck brothers, right there at the beginning. You know, the the after the credits and all that shit. And I came in and I and I found a seat like in the aisleway right there. You know, about midway up, and I sit down, and like it's dark. The scene's dark. You can't really see who's around you, right? Then, like, when it cuts to that town in Daughtry, you can see around you. And I was, because my brothers were in there watching, and I was trying to find where they were, see if they had a seat. Nah, dude. There was, like, two or three different couples around me. And I was just to that point where I watched it so many times that I didn't give a fuck what people thought my reaction was going to be. So my reaction was authentic. You know what I mean? (laughs) It was authentic. And, uh, dude, they cracked up more than I did. You know what I mean? Like, they didn't take it so personal, I guess you could say. You know what I mean? If that makes any sense. Yeah, it was a movie. Yeah. because a fucking the, documentary. Well, but think about it. It's, it's fucking empowering in a, in a way because yeah. a slave gets freed, fucking gets retribution. You know what I mean? Gets vengeance on these people. Like. What's more powerful than that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So it's like, come on now. That's I, I mean, I can't believe that they had the sour look on the face. I would have been like, did y'all watch the same movie? What about Christoph Waltz? <laughs> on the way out, I would have been like, what do you think about his performance? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Nah, man, it was, uh, there's just, there's too much shit to cover, really. Well, I mean, like when when, well, when one thing that, I, that that stood out too was uh, 
I mean, just how how ridiculous and over the top they made uh, Candyland, mm-hmm. and how they you know they tortured you know you know it all you know comes full circle that you know he's been torturing Django's woman like throwing her in the isolation. Bye-bye. Yeah, <laughs> and and what about Sam Jackson's character, oh the, the loyalist, which was crazy. Yeah, Long oh, he time. was. He was uh, he was in charge. He was running that bitch, he writing was. checks. He was, he was he was writing checks. He was snapping necks and cashing checks, man. Yeah, no big deal. You know what I mean? Um, I liked his performance a lot, and it he uh, he capitalized on it. You know what I mean? He went there from the opening, like when he introduced when they introduced his character to the end. I mean, he was just. He was he was on top of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. He knew exactly what was going on. I mean, he was picking up on it quick. They know each other. Them motherfuckers in there know each other, you know? Yeah. I think I think <laughs> we might exactly have touched on, I think I think we might have touched on it last week too, but uh the uh the way that Tarantino depicts violence and the way it oh, shows yeah. when someone gets shot yeah. or well, they went when, over the top in this, and oh, uh, when he when he when he when he starts lighting that room up, that four year yeah. at the end, and just mowing people down with his fight. pistol. Oh man, blood was everywhere. <laughs> like, well, they didn't spare the, they didn't spare the blood. Packs. I know that. You best believe we're gonna kill this bitch. Yeah, and it pull, and, and it ha- and, you know it, it, it happens in in that classic western style where. All hell breaks loose in a very short amount of time. Yeah. Uh, and did y'all think the first time that um, that y'all watched it that, that was the end of it right there? I did. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, I, I even I even forgot and almost like thought good, the same thing when I watched it. You know, this like time a good 30, 35, 40 minutes left after that. Yeah. Right. Then it gets real weird after that, where. Uh, um, Moonlight comes in there and grabs his dick and then rubs it. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is fucking getting weird. It got real weird. <laughs> yeah. He kicks his mouth. Cock-a-doodle-doo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that guy, man. I, um, see, who that else put him got? on my radar right there. Yeah. Well, I watched Justified. I saw a little bit, but not enough to, Yeah, you know. Yeah. I will say that Justified won me over to Walton Goggins like completely. Like I enjoyed his I enjoyed his appearances in Sons of Anarchy and he was good in Django, but yeah, Justified like when I watched that show with my wife, I was very like, okay, this dude's the real deal. Yeah. Oh, he's got some chop. We did. He Yeah, we talked about that last week. He's from Birmingham. Crazy. Um I mean, is there anything that you would change, do different? No, no. Make, I mean, make it make it long. Perfect. Um, this was the better western of the two, I think. Between, mm. If you're going to compare Django and Hateful Eight, just my opinion. Yeah, I understand. I mean, Hateful Eight's a very specific group, very niche. You know what I mean? Like. You're either going to get it or you're not. 
Oh yeah, and I mean, like I like I've no, like I've said, man. We're not like, going back to April it. 8, <laughs> April eight was great, but you know, it was it was only a half star great though. <laughs> Hurt my feelings. I'll never, man. I'll never live it down. This is the new, this is the new neon demon. Well, you know, me, I guess. that me and Griffin hold Tarantino near and dear to our heart. Oh, absolutely! You took that movie, but you wiped your ass with it. But, that's, this is, but this is what we're here for. This is why we do this. Anybody but Tarantino, though, man. <laughs> Anybody? Well, maybe not Kev Smith. You know what I mean? He's too fragile. He's fighting to words. He'll start crying. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, here's the thing. I I love westerns. I'm just kidding. I know, but I, I love westerns and. That's to say that I that I'll never watch the Hateful Eight again. That's a that that's a lie that in and of itself. But you know, Django was good. Django, like I said last week, Django is that movie that if nobody's ever seen either a Tarantino film, have they haven't watched once maybe Pulp Fiction. You know, yeah. they they've never seen anything Christoph Waltz is in. Any, you know what I mean? That's the movie. I'm like, you want to watch a Western, like a newer Western that came out within the last couple of years? This is what we're going to watch. You want to watch something that's just balls to the wall, just takes you by surprise every step of the way? Guess what we're going to watch? Motherfucking Django. You know what I mean? Like, Well, it's like, you, it's like you could show them Django and they're like, man, that was really good. And then you can be like, dude, watch this and hand them the Hateful Eight and then fucking give it a half star. Still the deal. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that, yeah, I mean, like like I said last week, Hateful Eight felt like it was made for me. Um, but Django, though, is just a whole different level. It's like comparing apples to oranges. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's yeah. just completely different films. It's hard to compare them except for, you know, their writing style yeah. and all that. You see that? That's the thing. The Hateful Eight's dialogue was great. Yeah, it was. Like, there were, I mean, you can't argue with it, but, like, I mean. Yeah. No, there ain't no arguing with it. Uh, let's see. It says here that, uh, where was it? Will Smith, Idris Elba, Chris Tucker, uh, Terrence Howard. Michael Kenneth Williams and Tyrese Gibson were all considered for the roles of Django. Tarantino wrote wrote the role with Smith in mind, and Smith's agents and manager wanted him to accept it, but Smith ultimately decided to pass. Which is crazy. I mean, how can you pass on this? Well, I'm you know glad. I, mean? I don't. Yeah. I don't think it would have been as good. You know, Will Smith kind of ruins movies. Well. I mean, you know how I feel about the pursuit of happiness. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's <laughs> a very sensitive subject. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know. Um, I just don't think that, that Django needed Big Willie style. <laughs> you don't think so? No, dude. He could have he done the fucking theme song getting for it, man. Imagine it. The, the, the Django remix. No, it's like getting jiggy with it with chains. That. You just hear chains. Will- like, Will Smith's over-the-top acting is the same in every film that requires that from him. Yeah. I think that Jamie Foxx was a good pick. Like, yeah. like, like for instance, with Bright, 
we got the same crazy Will Smith and Damn. Bright that we got. You know, we we got the, we got the same one in Bright that we got in fucking Independence Day. Yeah, we got the Fresh Prince of Bright. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The Fresh which Prince of Independence bad, Day. Which no. isn't a bad thing. Here, here's the thing about Will Smith. Despite his acting, the movies he's in are I like. like well, it's you can't see anyone else but him being in it. Here's the thing, though. The only movie um, like that's with, different with would be Muhammad Ali. That's the only one that's different. Yeah, because it's like a, you know, it's like a biopic. Like would like for instance, would Bright have been better you. had it been Don Cheadle? No, mm, no. I think Will Smith was perfect for that that movie. But there's yeah. a big difference between Bright and Django. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> You know yeah, what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. like, he was good for that. Yeah. And him and the orc played off each other very well. Let me ask you this, though. Out of biopics, which one was better, Ali or Ray? Ooh. Mm. I'm gonna have I to pick go Ray with all Ray. day. I pick it all yeah. day. I'm going to have to go with Ray. Yeah. That was really um, Jamie Foxx singing those songs. He's He's great. Uh, he's a damn good actor. Well, here's the here's the thing. If you If you break down both of those films... I mean, both both actors brought their A game because they both. I remember when when both movies were going through their respected, you know, I'm a press cycles and stuff. You know, Smith and Fox both researched those roles heavily. You know, I mean, you can't blame them though. Shit, if I was gonna be Ray Charles, shit, shit, watching watching like Ray makes you want to go do heroin. <laughs> Makes you want to go do heroin and, and find bitches, dude. Makes you want to do heroin. I did heroin. <laughs> there was a guy in the bathroom at the at the theater selling it. Yeah, he's yeah. like, hey, man. You, there's only you one way to watch Ray. Ray. <laughs> he's like, here, you man. He put Ray, on these bro. headphones. He gave me some headphones with some Tom Waits and fucking uh, shot me up, dude. Between my toes. <laughs> Damn. So they keep finding Adam, track marks? Adam went, Adam went floating into the theater he went down the aisle just like fucking lebowski does in the bowling scene oh shit floating through a seat yeah. la, 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 la. What kind of, doing what kind of condition my condition oh is shit um shit man i don't even know where else to go you know what i mean i mean he blows that house the fuck up yeah he gets his fucking he gets his shit at the end he, I mean, which is, I mean, I wasn't, all right. I wasn't expecting, um, <clears throat> um, King, Dr. King Schultz. I wasn't expecting him to shoot dude. Like after he was antagonizing, I knew it was coming, but I, I figured that they were going to have their little standoff there. He was going to get the papers. They were going to leave, and then shit was going to get real on their way out. You know what I mean? That's kind of how the first time I had watched it, that's kind of the idea that I had in mind. They're going to have to fight their way out of it. Maybe he goes down then, but Django and his woman get away. You know what I mean? And, I mean, it just – Calvin Candy is so fucking egotistic that he just cannot – Stand anybody in the room to be more intelligent than he is. You know what I mean? And you see where that gets you. Fuck, he gets shot with a little fucking hiding gun. You know what I mean? Yeah. One of them fucking, I want a fucking hiding gun, you know? 
Um, what do they call those? Pea shooters? Yeah. Alexander Dumas. That shit was insane. Yeah. And when it kept having those flashbacks of D'Artagnan getting fucking ripped apart by dogs, and that was intense. The, the whole gun scene, that pissed me off too because I hated losing Christoph Waltz in the movie. But when he turns around and he says, I'm sorry, I couldn't help myself, I'm just like, damn, you motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, he did it. You know, he fucking saved the day. Um, Trent was right when he said that, he said Will Smith is the black Nicholas Cage. He is. We all think. Yeah. I got to agree. I'd like to see them two do a movie together. I just want to see Will Smith do the B scene from Wicker Man. What? (laughs) (laughs) What if they switched them? Now, what if they put Nicolas Cage in uh, that Bad Lieutenant movie? He's hitting his lucky crack pipe? Or what if they... (laughs) Hit his lucky crack pipe. Or fucking just throw the bitch... Turn this shit to 11, man. Will Smith in the room. Oh my god! He replaces Tommy Wiseau. I want to see. Or better yet, Tommy Wiseau does all of Will Smith's films. I want to see. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. You know what the difference a... between you and me is? I have all these belts. Yeah, it's a noisy cricket. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, they're aliens. Stop! It's a noise. Oh, God. Put him in was, black. That's amazing. Did you guys watch Tommy Wiseau do the Joker audition? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, I would man, watch that movie. Ass off. No, no, just right off the Why bat. Why so whenever serious? Goes, whenever it cuts to, whenever they're doing the, the Q thing, and he's just going, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Have you Where's ever danced? Batman? Have you ever danced with the devil? Al Moonlight. Um, no, uh, Will Smith it? and being John Malkovich, but it's just Will oh Smith, every sh- character. Being Will Smith? Yeah. That'd be cool. He's got a YouTube Big channel. Do you guys know that? Or what about Mm-mm. What about Will Smith and Big Mama's house? Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Playing Big Mama? Has Will, has Will Smith done the cross-dress movie? Let's see. Uh... That's, I don't that's, think I've ever seen weird... him dress up like a woman. Because I mean, every I mean every no, in, every in a weird way, black I'll... guy in Hollywood wears a dress. Uh, David Chappelle pointed that out. Tyler Even Richard Perry Pryor, man, fucking... I think mm-hmm. Tyler Perry likes it. He does. <laughs> he did, dresses uh, up as that bitch so did, every fucking chance he can. He can. So did Will, did Will Smith break the conditioning then? Mm, it ain't over. It ain't over for him yet. Um, he'll do it eventually. He'll probably take it to the next level and try to suck a dick on screen or something. You know what mm. I mean? Will Smith? Yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm going to act the shit out of this movie. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> Calm It'll down. Be directed by the Wachowskis. God. Fuck that movie. I ain't watching it. Wait, we got to come back to that in a minute. All right. Um, no. <laughs> yeah, we got, a couple of, we got a couple of topics to hit here before we get out. Um, y'all want to rate it before we fucking get off? I'll some rate it right shit? now. One full star. I think I've seen this movie, uh, more than any other Tarantino movie. I've watched yeah. this one probably the most, like a bunch. 
I agree. I can't even tell you how many times I've seen it. It never gets old, man. I could watch it again right now. Yeah. And if I meet somebody that, that you know, because you've got some friends they like movies, some friends are just kind of like, eh, you know, they don't oh. really care. Yeah. I'm like, but I'm like, if you're into movies, I'm like, you haven't seen Django? Well, I don't know what we're yeah. going to be doing for the next two and a half hours. Yeah, right. I'm watching Django. Django. I tried to watch it with my cousin a while back, and he fell asleep on their way, when they were on their way to uh, uh, Candy, uh, Candyland. Yeah, he fell asleep. I was like, "It's the best part, motherfucker!" You know, like Did trying to wake slam? him up. No, I got mad, wow. dude. I took the movie, went in the other room, and finished it. <laughs> I don't. You don't walk out on that movie. Yeah, I had no, to finish I, it. I carried it over to uh, to her dad's house because he he watched part of it on uh, Showtime or HBO, whatever it was playing on, and he missed some of it. And Take I was the like, Ray? I was like, yeah, I was like, I'll be over there this weekend. All right, we're going to correct this. You know what I mean? I mean, that's a, that's one of those movies that you can literally watch with almost anybody, and if they don't get it, you don't need them. You know, <laughs> for real, right? If they don't get it, you don't need them. What are you going to rate it, Trav? Oh, God. Uh, I get... <laughs> don't worry, Adam. No, man. No star. Uh, no, I give it a full star, dude. Um. The thing with it is that, I mean, I'm everything I could possibly say, y'all are going to say it for me. Oh, <laughs> I, I, really? But I like it, man, because it's one of those films that, you know, when you, when it, with any group of friends that you got and people are so ingrained in something and passionate about something that they enjoy, like, I can't watch this movie and not at some point think about how much I know you and Adam hold this movie in high regard. <laughs> so you better not give it a half star. No, like no, no, but no that that that's cool. That 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 that's it makes it it makes it has Does this a, movie has, make you think about us? Yeah, like I I mean that's sweet. Not, yeah, right. No. But when I watch it I'm like man like I just I, cuz you guys I mean y'all y'all really like it and it's and and, and the same thing is with Hateful Eight. Um, it's definitely not a film for everyone, but that's, I think that's just Tarantino's style in general. It's not for everybody, but it's, it's fucking great though. Yeah. And if you don't like to listen to people talk, well, I mean, (laughs) well, this movie, this, well, I mean, this movie's got that added sentiment that, you know, regardless of race or creed, you know, this movie's not for everybody. It's not for, it's not for the verbal faint of heart, I guess. Yeah. And Tifa supporters. (laughs) <laughs> but the movie, but the movies. I mean, it's a great revenge story. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, it's it's in. It, it came out right at the right at the start of the comic book at advent. Yeah. Um. You know, the Marvel engine was just now starting to accelerate into fucking reckless mode. I and think there's a, a Django movie, comic book. For a movie to come out like that, yeah, there was. For a movie to come out like that, uh, and kind of be one of those films, because I mean they, they've they've come out since comic films have gotten super popular, but every now and then there'll be a good movie that'll come out that's not Star Wars that kind of breaks you from the superhero trend, and you're like this. It kind of reminds you of what making a good movie is, and this is one of them. Yep. And so yeah, it's it's a full star from me and. 
you know, I'm, I'm still on the hunt for, for my, you know, I'm a cheap, I'm, I'm, I'm a bargain buyer, regardless of whether I think the movie's fantastic or not. So I'm still waiting to get my copy from my shelf, but I mean, you know, it's going to get there. Mm. I, I got this. Drop. How I much would you not. pay for it, Trav? Uh, thousand, two thousand. <laughs> no, I mean, <clears throat> considering most of the shops that I go to, a lot of the DVDs are usually nowhere, no more than five or six bucks. And sometimes as cheap as two dollars, you know, mm-hmm. I'd pay any of that for I, I mean, worst best case scenario, I'd probably pay 10 if I had the money on me. The I'd pay Blue, 10 bucks and grab Blu-ray it. DVD combo. Man, I'm 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 DVD until they stop making the fucking players, dude. Mm. Well, you probably won't have to worry about that. Uh-huh. Everything's going to fucking digital. Fuck it. Um, I mean, I'm just I'm so be- the thing is, is I'm so behind on Blu-ray that it just it's. Well, you it's don't just, have to buy them all in Blu-ray. Just Django's I know, worth but it. I, but I have that I have that weird collector mentality, and it's just like. Uh, it's just such a big mountain to climb that I'm just not ready to start yet. I will inevitably, but well, that's why you get them cheap, man. Like uh, a lot of stuff, m- most ninety percent of the Blu-rays that I've bought <clears throat> have been five dollar Walmart buy. Like I got Evil Dead, the original, for five dollars yeah. on Blu-ray, and it looks amazing. Yeah, you know what I mean. It really does. <laughs> so I mean, it's like. If it's something that you're like super into, like I got that fucking Donnie Darko four disc fucking collector set at mm. Walmart for ten dollars. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like I mean that I got that Tarantino box set. I think that's the most I've ever spent. That but thing it, is sharp. I saw that I, I I was visiting over at his house a few days ago, Adam and and that that Tarantino box set is mint. Yeah, nice. I think I paid eighty bucks for it. But it's, it's a got, very nice like Yeah, it's got everything from true romance up to Inglorious Bastard. So it's got them all. You know what I mean? Except mm-hmm. for Django and Hateful Eight, which I got immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I will say this. I'm I'm very jealous of your Blu ray collection, Griff. Like it's very impressive. You're jealous like you won't push him off a bridge. <laughs> uh, it, Jesus. It's just like I'll slip a like a folded folded paper to Slipping him. It's Mickey. like man. Like fucking, think about me. Yeah, oh, I got Put me you. in your will. Yeah, yeah. don't give him any Blu-ray. Tarantino movies. Blu- Blu- Blu-rays will be split amongst Adam and Travis. I bought yeah. uh, Django as soon as it dropped on Blu-ray, and I'd already yeah. seen it like twenty times. Right. And I bought it the day it came out, full price. Yeah, I paid 25. full price. <laughs> I will say this: uh, not too long ago, I got the Hateful Eight on Blu-ray. Guess how much I paid for it. Brand new, five dollars, three ninety nine. Bullshit. Where? Now, uh, Amazon know? on on Black Friday, three ninety nine. Uh, I've got the damn. It was an add on item too, so I had to purchase another item and I could add it on. <laughs> worth yeah. it. Now, would you guys would you guys consider? Uh, I guess Hateful Eight, or I mean, um, take your pick. You could choose both though. But uh, out of Hateful Eight and Django, which one would you guys consider? You'd have it as. I'm going to call it now. Real estate. Fucking movie on tap. 
Where, <laughs> no, movie on movie on tap is where it's like you have it on all like you have the DVD copy, you have a Blu-ray copy, you've got a digital backup somewhere. Like you like can get to this fuck, like you can get to this fucking movie if like, you like um to. like like uh uh what is it uh the Big Lebowski? I have it on VHS, Blu-ray, yeah. and DVD. I have two, two VHS copies because they have two different boxes. I've got two Blu-rays. One's a loaner. I guess I guess we could simplify it to movie on tap is having any film like multiple copies. Yeah, of it. you got like you got digital disc. What is it? Uh, what was that yeah. big disc? Uh, laser disc. Uh, yeah, you got it on laser disc. <laughs> uh, You've even got it on the classic HD DVD. No, nah, I've got yeah. it on. Remember when they had those, that for that little artifacts. game, that little game system thing, and they put the movies out on it. Oh, PSP? Yeah, you could get, like, movies to watch on your oh PSP. My God. I've got it yes. on that. <laughs> that didn't even make it for that. I got one. Yeah. Don't worry, I got one. It's a bootleg. Yeah, I got a PSP guy. Um, He's from China. I'd have to say probably Django on that question yeah. because, I mean, I do. I've got the DVD, Blu-ray, and a digital copy. I wish so, I had a, a tape. I wish I could find I a VHS. We should start Dude, a thing where we yes. make them. I was just fixing to say yeah, that. I know, Griffin, I know. I, I, I could feel it. What, movie on, movie on tap? No, it's just like, like, say you want to complete your collection and you got you got it on DVD and Blu-ray, but you can't get it on VHS because they don't make them anymore. We'll make a VHS copy, the box and everything. Yes, custom oh. print. It'll be two tapes long because it's so fucking long. Yeah. <laughs> eight Especially plate. eight plate. Yeah. yeah. It um, might be three oh, tapes. Man, it might- yeah, dude, imagine like a double disc set or a double cassette uh copy of fucking Batman versus Superman the extended cut, yeah. you know? Oh, that'd be cool. That's and then a you can complete your idea. collection. Yeah. Now, will the movie like will the movie really be on it? Yeah, yeah like sell them a blank movie. Ah, we might get into some copyright issues. Oh like, yeah, that's true. Uh but we can sell them a tape, a box. Yeah. It'd be an old point. Like here, you could rip the movie yourself. Yeah. Yeah, you got a, v- a VCR. <laughs> you got a VCR. You got a DVD player. You got an extra set of jacks. I yeah. own several of the high quality of VHS tapes. You know, there were yeah. several they would put out that were like, you know, high quality. Yeah. Like, uh, and usually yeah. they'd be in widescreen. Dude. Yeah. They look great, man. That's, I mean, that's how my father would bootleg movies back then, and I'm sure everybody did. Where you would stack Double the tape. tape players, or yeah, or, <laughs> and before they got and before they got good at like making it to where you couldn't do it with tape with the you know DVDs anymore, like because you know some of, some of them you know you can you could still pull that off, but uh, yeah, some that's, there's probably a whole VHS holder filled with. Movies that my father rented and stuff, and I rented, and we just copied it, and that's how we, that's how we had our home, our man, home collection. That's what you got to do, man. Times are tough. Yeah, you know, times are tough. Um, well, let me rate it real quick before we get off oh, on anything sorry. else. I give it sorry. a full. I give it three stars. You gonna give it the coveted Travis three stars? The three <laughs> yeah. golden monkeys. Three <laughs> the three golden Shit, monkeys. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Of course, man. I've got to give this movie a fucking. I mean, you know, it's Django, man. If you haven't seen it, quit listening to this and go watch it. Like, for real. Um, All right, so, Travis, I got a question for you. Okay. What is one movie that we haven't did a, a podcast for 
that if anybody's like, hey, let's watch this, you're like, I would rather go jump off a fucking bridge than watch this fucking movie. Really? Hateful Eight? No. Yeah, like, you would rather fucking, you would rather gouge your own eyes out than watch then watch this movie and do a review of it. Armageddon. Really? That's the yeah. movie? <laughs> wow. Yeah. That was so yeah. That's easy. Yeah. All right. Well, I know what Adams is already. <clears throat> so uh, that's going to come into play What's soon, mine? fella. <laughs> uh, Cloud Atlas. Cloud Atlas, dude. Hate it. Yeah. Hate it. I, I, I hate Armageddon. <laughs> is it because you had to watch it? Give him the backstory. <sighs> and here's the thing. It's not that Armageddon is a terrible film. It's a Michael Bay movie, so it's terrible by its own right. <laughs> by default. It's terrible by default. Yeah. But the reason why I absolutely hate Armageddon is because I have this thing where I abso fucking lutely hate anything involving Aerosmith. Oh, what? I hate Aerosmith. I fucking hate that band. It, I mean, the, they've achieved stardom that I will never see. They, they're doing something right. People like them. They're a fucking platinum, whatever you want to call it, band. I fucking hate them. I hate all their songs. All their ballads, I hate. And the one song I hate the most is the song they wrote for Armageddon. And that song is sprinkled through that film so much that it is completely unwatchable on my, and, and, and to me. Like, if you cut Armageddon on in here, I'm going to go in another room. Right. I will, I, if you cut that song on, I will probably politely ask you to change the fucking song. <laughs> I don't um, like it. I, I I don't. It just it, it it it's like there's something something's happened and ruptured my psyche in the past. And it's just if I hear anything like any of those fucking ballads that Aerosmith's ever put out, I fucking hate them. Like I would rather I'd rather go deaf than to ever hear Aerosmith again. I think I know all the ballads. Yeah, so you know exactly. I hate them. Why do you hate Aerosmith? <laughs> I just love an elevator. Like, well, here's the thing: it's more it's specific songs, and I just, I, I, it just ruins everything else. Because your dad listened to Aerosmith so much, anything to do with them, you you hate it. It's a, it's a combination maybe of that, or just the fact that I every time their songs came on MTV, I fucking just, I, I, I just. It's like that. That that's if you want to, if you legitimately want to put me through mental torture, take take all of their hits and just put them on repeat, or more or less take fucking the song from Armageddon, put it on repeat, and tie me to a chair. I will be batshit insane that time twenty four hours later. <laughs> Jesus, I didn't know like, this. I I've known you for so long, Travis. I never knew this fucking anger and hatred for Aerosmith was inside of. Inside of I, the I, I fucking hate them, dude. Mm. Why? Like, I just, I don't know. All their songs. I wish, <laughs> I wish Professor X was here to fucking tap into my brain and find out why. Because, like, I mean, 
it's not like Steven Tyler ever personally slotted me, but I just don't fucking like that music. I don't like them. There, yeah. There's, there's, there, there's a, their songs create an emotion that I fucking don't like. <laughs> okay. It, like, no, right, here's that makes the, sense. Music can move you. I mean, it does. It moves everybody. That's why we all like what we like. But there's something that about their songs that when I'm listening to, I'm like, this is some sappy, cringy, drinking to drink, fucking just what the why am I here? You ain't never banged to an Aerosmith song? No, and I never fucking will, does Griffin. Does Deidre hate Aerosmith? I think she's indifferent to it, but I just like. Dream on? Hmm. Crazy? Dude, look, I, I hate, dude, D- don't even get me started on. I hate, I, dude. I hate crazy. Sweet I hate emotion. Crying. Living fucking, on the edge, like, dude. Listen. <laughs> no, no, no. Living on the edge. I'd rather listen to Living in the Fridge Rag by Weird Al. Ragdoll, living in a movie. I just don't, man. All right. Well, here's here's the deal, Trav. You ready? Please don't um, make me watch Armageddon. Well, it's up to you. <laughs> Simply, you <run> <laughs> I will, I will, I will fucking lie my my fucking ass off and tell y'all that I watched it and I didn't. I'm just gonna go ahead and just wrap myself out now. Like I won't watch it. Oh, this. All right. So here's what we, we got. Will, I will, I will not, I will not, and say I did so goddamn fast, guys. Like, no. This is this is the deal. You know, we right. got a, episode hundred coming up, right? Yeah. And you know this game I was talking oh, about working, right? Shit. It's going to be Trav versus Adam. Oh God! But the mega powers collide. Yeah, you're not, play, you're not playing to win, Travis. You're playing to not lose. That makes because sense. if you lose, <laughs> no, listen, if you lose, then we have to watch Armageddon and review it. Or if Adam loses. We have to watch Cloud Atlas and review it. Please bring me that indie-ass schlock fest <laughs> fucking over Armageddon any you day. You want to watch Cloud Atlas over Armageddon? I would, Armageddon I would rather shorter. Listen, Adam, I would rather sit through three hours of the true true than fucking, <laughs> fucking Bruce Willis fucking blowing up a meteorite I'll any day. I'll watch Armageddon. It's mm. got fucking what's-his-name in it. It's got a great cast. Got it's got Thompson. cool shit. It's it, it's stuff that if 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 Aerosmith was stripped out of Armageddon, I'd be like, not a bad disaster movie. What no. if I did a, a super cut where we just rip it out completely? No, Adam, no Aerosmith. You, I, Armageddon without Aerosmith is it a good movie? Adam, <laughs> Adam, you would you would spend two minutes starting to do the strip process for it, and you'd give the fuck up, dude. You'd be like, I ain't doing this. I didn't hate mm. Armageddon. I'm gonna go make I'm gonna go make something to eat or drink over this fucking. It's strip. got fucking <laughs> David Addison in it, man. It's got it's got a lot of Michael Clark it's, Duncan in. It's got a pretty. It's got a well rounded cast. Even Steve Buscemi, man. He's That's in it, your like, movie, like. That you just can't do it. Like if they put you in hell and they put a movie on twenty four seven loop, it's Armageddon. Hello, I'll take that as a yeah. <laughs> he killed himself. <laughs> he didn't like the. He game heard that. So, yeah. <laughs> no, it would be like 
No, no, what it is is it's uh, what happens is it's like the mighty boosh. You're like, we're watching Armageddon. Pow! Don't yeah. think Travis is going to make it yeah. to movie night. <laughs> yeah, right. the top. I don't think yeah. Travis will be able to make it. It's <laughs> um, nights off. Well, that's, that's what we're working with here, Trav. What do you think of those stakes? We're playing for something real here. <laughs> we're playing for something super real. I hope You're, Travis... I don't. I can't say wins, but well, it's Travis like, doesn't well, lose. <laughs> it's, well, it's a it's a fucking it's a tie. But to me, though, at the end, though, it is a toss up between Armageddon and probably probably the movie Poison Ivy. I don't even know what that is. Poison y'all, Ivy. Y'all, ain't, y'all never heard of Poison Ivy? From Batman? Yeah, really. <laughs> no, no, not, well, okay, well, no, Poison Ivy is this shitty little series of films that came out. Uh, Alicia Silverstone starred in it, and it was about this, I think it's the bitch from Roseanne. It, it's her, it's, it follows her, the daughter, uh, it follows oh, okay, her. okay, I see. And her father, and, and and she don't have her mom anymore, um, and they, they meet Alicia Silverstone. That's Drew Barrymore. like, Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Didn't she join later on, though? I believe I she did a 2008 stuff. version here. Let's open it. Well, well, anyways, yeah, like the whole thing is that okay. this hot young this hot young chick that's about the same age as the girl is fucking her dad, and she goes kind of psycho, and it's just, it's a shitty movie. Okay. Well, if you had but, Armageddon's, I- but Armageddon's worse, so y'all can do a coin flip on either, but... Oh, uh, we're going on considering- sure. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you've already movie. picked gonna, it. I, now that we yeah, know gonna, that's the movie, if if I watch it, it'll be a real estate first where I turn the volume down and watch it with subtitles. No, you gotta watch it, man. What if we all watch it together? Oh, why? Are, you guys are just like <laughs> y'all are close. Y'all are gonna trap me, man. No. Like, it's gonna be like, hey, man, let's come hang out for a little bit. I'll show you this new vape thing I got going on, man. Leonardo I'm over there. Was in Adam, Adam cuts the corner holding the, the, the DVD <laughs> and like Travis. You're like, no, God. Adam's um, like, I've got pop, I've got popcorn already, pop boy. Um, but if you if you win, we have to watch Cloud Atlas. You know what I mean? But then so, y'all two are gonna shit on me for fucking ever, like man. For real. We could have wrapped this up in an hour and a half. You could say you hated every Tarantino movie. <laughs> you better throw that match. <laughs> nah, I, I haven't watched Cloud Atlas, so I'm kind of interested to watch and give my two. You seconds. like it? I don't know if we can be friends anymore. <laughs> I hated right. that movie. It, it'll oh. be like scooping, like I don't know. It'd be like shoveling shit into your face, I guess, and just being like, "Yeah, Cloud Atlas." Don't well, if you don't Hanks? like that movie, you don't get it. He's in it for a split second. Oh, he's not in it all the way nah, through. He kind of because he, he. Well, he's in it, but it's yeah. exquisite. <laughs> Tom, we'll see. it's ex- it's exquisite. Tom Hanks, like Angels and Demons. Tom Hanks. Mm-mm. Well, it's, <laughs> it's no, it's like it's like Tom Hanks doing Big Mama's House, but like it with, sucks, man. Like he just it, it just jumps to different timelines, and it's these characters that re- reoccur in different roles. So it'll be like there's one time where you know the whole true true shit is like way off in the future, and Tom Hanks looks all fucking 
saged out with shit on his face, and then it cuts to like another time where he's like a gangster, like an Irishman. That's it's fucking stupid, and then it's just Griffin don't know about nothing about no true true man. <laughs> I mean, you it's know. so god it's so goddamn funny. It'll make that Rick and Morty skit funnier when you watch it. Oh, um. Well, before we go, I wanted to throw this in there. Have y'all have you guys watched anything interesting here lately? Like other than well, before, Django. <laughs> well, before the pod, I watched Berserk, and yeah, that was ridiculous in and of itself. I won't go down that road. Yeah. <laughs> we are, I walked in yeah, on that earlier. Are, give give that a Google if you haven't. But that's anime. Um, <laughs> I also well, I've been watching uh, I've been watching some TV, like just random like cheap shows, cheap bargain buys and shit. And uh, we came across this show that had Kelsey Grammer and Patricia Heaton in it. Patricia Heaton plays the wife to Raymond, and everybody loves Raymond. Uh, to give you an idea, if y'all even remember that or know that yeah, or whatever. Yeah. No! Well, the, name of the, show, <laughs> the name of the show is called Back to You, and it ran for one season. Because when we bought it, we were like, if this is good, we'll go try to find cheaper, you know, the other seasons. Kind of like how we did with Third Rock from the Sun last year. Yeah. But, um... It just ran for one one reason or one season, and you, you and you'll know when you watch it. But it it's pretty much like a a more digestible, family friendly Anchorman, like Kelsey Grammer and Patricia Heaton. Their characters, there's these, they're they're co anchors on this TV show. Well, uh, what it is is Kelsey Grammer's character kind of. You know, he gets super famous. He gets to where he's broadcasting the L.A. the LA news. Like, he kind of gets a big head, almost eastbound and down style. Mm-hmm. And he has his fall from grace, and so he's got to come back to the, the channel that he was in with this chick. And while he's been away the whole time, she kind of, you know, she's the face of this news company. Right. Well... It stars, you know, and, and, and come to find out, they had, an, uh, you know, they had a little, you know, fling before he left, and, you know... She, you know, he fathered a child with her, and he he had no idea. So it's him reconnecting that way, but yet they'll go and do the newscast, and they have to, you know, play, you know, play the Everything's anchor. Cool. It's a sitcom, but it, you know, you've got the silly like weather reporter. No, not really. I mean, it's a it it, it, it kind of hits the same bells as a typical sitcom, and that's one of the reasons why I feel like it only lasted a season. Because, like I said, when you watch it, you know you can tell, but that doesn't take away from the fact that it's kind of funny. Like it's it was pretty good, mm-hmm. right? Um, the guy who does like the voice of Olaf, the, it, a yeah. lot of people from a lot of people from Modern Family mm-hmm. are in this show that you that went on to do it. Because I want to say the same creators are, that did this show did went on to make everything? Modern Family. Oh, yeah, and so. Um, so you know, it's just it's them running a new station. He plays the director. You know, they've got the the they've got this overly exaggerated hot weather woman, the Latina. You know, <laughs> and uh, the guy who does sports and shit is uh, he's actually he was the guy from uh, from Anchorman, the one that's like you know the older man that Fred Willard. He's in a lot of comedies. Yeah. He was the old man that goes, whoever puts that on that teleprompter, Ron's going to read it. You know what I mean? That yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. We know Fred Willard. <laughs> yeah. 
he's in it and he's fucking he's great he's one of the funniest parts of the show like because he'll do you know he'll there's like a skit where you know the guy you know that kelsey Grammer's characters you know they've just had a little fight with a woman and shit and he just walks up to him and uh willard's character goes you know he's like i went and, he's like do you like uh magic because uh, the guys the the Kelsey Grammer's main character's name is Chuck Darling. And he's like, <laughs> Chuck. yeah, yeah. It's like I said. It's when you watch it, you're like, man, this has an Anchorman vibe to it. But it's like, like was I it said, good? it's watered down for kids. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. Like, I'm, I'm glad I picked. It was like a three dollar buy, but you get like, it, it was like a sixteen, seventeen episode run. Hmm. So I mean, it's a good little chunk of content for just one little box set and. That's kind funny. of a shame that kind of a shame it didn't go on to have more, but I mean it was good. It is what it's called it is. back to it's called back to you. Just I mean, you could probably get your feel of it by just looking up like clips on YouTube. I'm sure there's a little mega clip of the funniest moments, but you know, it's like it's like it's got the Seinfeld situational thing going on where like there's you know, one one of the things is, you know, he's went like ten, twelve years without seeing this the woman's kid or his daughter. And, you know, as a welcome back gift for him, he gets this little goldfish bowl. Well, the whole episode is the fact that the fish ain't even in his office for two two minutes, not even the first day, and it's dead. And so he gets the fucking director to keep going downstairs to, like, the fish shop or the fish tank and, you know, keep replacing the fish. Mm-hmm. And the whole situation is that, you know, the fish will keep dying. Like, they'll finally get it right, and dude will bump his damn light, and he'll fall in there and fry it. Yeah, 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 shit like that. And so, yeah, it was it was a good break from the norm. Hmm. I like Kelsey well, Grammer. Yeah, I do too. Um, <laughs> what about you, Adam? You watch anything? Anything new? Exciting? Desktops. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of right. those here lately. <laughs> right. Not really, man. Let's see what I watched. Something recently. What was it? Oh, um, uh Comic Book Man started back. <laughs> watch that. Yeah. I got that Annihilation movie. Is it Annihilation? Is that what it's called? Yeah, I haven't watched that yet. I got yet. that, and I haven't oh, watched the, it. The reviews the Natalie, are not good. The Natalie Portman? Yeah. The Natalie Portman Safa. Yeah, it's out. I want to do a review. It's on Netflix. Like, Well, that's the thing. Well, that was the big what for it was that it was supposed to be theatrical, but it went Netflix, yeah, right? Yeah, the reviews did not look good. Yeah, I think I'm not talking about your happen. normal reviews either. I'm talking about like your torrent site reviews. Oh, they're like fuck uh, this. They're shit not stuff. good. They was like movie looked great, but what the fuck <laughs> did I just watch? <laughs> That's the kind of movie I want to watch, yeah. though. You know what I mean? Uh, so well, I haven't I, watched it yet. I watched a movie that I think we have to review. Okay. I watched Mother. Mandatory. I have seen Mother. I I watched this like two weeks ago, right? And I haven't stopped thinking about this fucking thing since. It's invaded yeah. my fucking brain. Uh, yeah, it's you haven't seen it, right, Adam? No. Uh. It's a weird movie. It's probably the best Jennifer Lawrence film. I mean, it's it's from the guy who did uh, the Fountain, Requiem from a Dream, Black Swan, like that guy. Yeah, oh, it's whoa. got it's got Javier Bardem in it. He is 
I love that guy. I wish he like, was he, fucking I can tell you this because you'll still be like, what the fuck until the bitter end. He literally plays God in this movie. Who? Javier Bardem. Oh, who? But it's uh, <laughs> Javier Bardem. Javier yeah. Bardem. Harvey. <laughs> no, that's his new name. Javier Isn't that his Bardem. Name? It's Javier Bardem. You're talking about don't mix the change with the other change. He was the best part about that movie. Yeah. What right. a weird movie. Uh, I would run that movie. I'd be like, Hey, have you seen this movie? And people would be like, yeah, like sucked though. I'm like, why? And he's like, well, I mean, he, he died. I mean, it didn't end well. And I'm like, well, that's real life. Like that's, yeah, that's a movie. That's, that's not just a movie. That's life. <laughs> yeah. Come mother, on. Mother, mother is a strange film though. I mean, we've got to watch this and review it because, dude, it's, I mean, I need to talk about it. The movie's, cla- it, it gets so claustrophobic did you, did with what it does. Did you see Black Swan? Mm-hmm. No. That shit was strange. I never watched. She turned into a fucking swan, man. <laughs> did yeah, uh, she got so obsessed this- and, like, she started, like, picking feathers off her skin, like. Well, this this movie it, it it does a lot of visual cues and weird shit as well. Like it, they're in like this massive fucking house, Adam, mm-hmm. and Lawrence's character is fucking like completely content with cleaning it, taking care of it. Like, just that's her fucking thing is painting it, you know, all that shit. And her husband, her husband is like this writer. He's a poet. Yeah, and it's just now, is he a poet or is he a poet didn't know it? Like Oh he like knew. he knows <laughs> Dude, it goes from like them just living their life to like he's leader of a cult, uh fucking weird just weird shit, Adam. Yeah. Like Dude, we've gotta watch it. I just When it goes know. off like when it goes off the deep end, it's like it drags you through like this fifteen minute scene of like all just one fucking yeah, just one fucking thing after another, dude. Yeah, it's happening. I think uh, whenever we go back to our rotation, I think that's what I'm it's picking be right out of the pick. gate. Yeah, because dude, I, like, I, I we need to we need to investigate so we Tarantino. Let's hit it, man. Well, like I saw. Well, Leave what, it to the what front. interested what interested me into watching it, and I was I, I got it with a movie dump one time that Adam that Griffin brought over here and I'd saw somewhere online that I had it. I a lot watched of, it. It was catching a lot of like buzz. Yeah. And that's stuff. why I got it. Cause people were like, Oh my God, mother. Well, people, well, people were like Jennifer Lawrence. I can't believe she did this film. I can't. Like, and it, it was kind of, you know, negative and shit. But then when you watch it, you're like, Oh, it caught shit because it's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what it's one way. of those movies. Like, yeah, I mean, would I jump to it again all the time? Maybe not, but for the Is sake of the podcast, I, no, no, I wouldn't say that. But you it, put it, it in it, to it, run people off. No, they this might say. <laughs> well, it's like it's like any of his other films. Like either you're into those types of films or you're not. They're weird movies. 
Well, it's not yeah. like whenever you watch Requiem for a Dream, you want to like kill yourself after it's over. Yeah. You don't want to do that after you watch this movie. This movie, this movie made me want to clean my fucking house after I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it gets a little cray. Uh, so I mean, that's dude. I want to talk about this shit. Like, this is some next level shit. It's just layers. You know, I'm thinking in layers. Yeah. <laughs> fucking around with layers. Yeah, I mean, it's just fucking crazy. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, I mean, I, I fucking, I'm still thinking about shit. At work, I'm like daydreaming about it. Like, what the fuck? Like, I'm going to become this movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, nah, I ain't going to get that far. I just. Well, you know, the, the, the way the movie just plays out, and then when you, when it reaches its climax, it's one of those things where it explains the whole film, but you're either going to like the explanation you get or you're not going to get it at all. See, that's what I want to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're picking up what I'm putting You got to work through it. Yeah. Well, because you realize that as you're watching it, it's been telling you a completely different story the entire time okay. or a whole other one. Yeah, like there's, it's pretty much like there's a metaphorical story going on, and then there's what you're actually seeing happening, okay. and it, it just, it yeah, it's just really to go into it any further. Like you, it would there wouldn't be no point in you watching it. Yeah, I don't yeah. Do that. So I want to see it. I think I think we need to do our fucking real estate first, What's and that? uh and. Have some uh, watch it. Have other people watch it. Have them fucking tell us what they think about it. You know what I mean? See what I mean? Yeah. I mean, call it real statements. Oh shit! Yeah, real statement. We'll see what we can do. Are these you know gonna be pre-recorded statements. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like that people we can... can give us their real statement on the matter. TM. Yeah. So we ain't got to fuck around with them. You know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, why not? Shit. So uh, as far as news, I mean, there hasn't really been a lot of shit happen. No. I mean, they said that. Infinity uh, War's coming out. Yeah. Well, not yeah, only I that. Mean, that's pretty much all we're getting is that. And Well, I mean, there was a Deadpool 2 trailer that's apparently dropped, but I haven't seen oh. it yet. I'm yeah, sorry. I mean, I, I don't even need to see it in the trailer. Yeah, I mean, like, I honestly, like... One. I'm good. I'm ready. Yeah. Now, uh, I was telling Griffin about this earlier. It's a movie I'd like to see. And uh, if you guys... Uh, if someone can drop the trailer, we should watch it. If if there's one out, granted. But uh, a, there's a movie that's got Walking Phoenix in it called You Were Never Really There. I saw the trailer really Yeah. Uh, have you... Oh, you, you've seen the trailer? Yeah, it's like, it's out there. Let's watch it. I'm ready. Hold on, let me pull you got it. Got it. Um, I, I I I saw that it made the front front page of Drudge, and it it was a good review. Like mm. it's, I think it was a New York Times review on it. And there we go. They it they applauded his performance in the film, and and just the way that the review went, I was like, this this sounds this sounds good. All right, Let's are we gonna it. we gonna go out on this? Y'all ready? Before we come back. Uh, yeah, let me get let me get it lined up. I'll I'll be ready in just a moment. Joaquin Phoenix is fucking weird. Yeah, <laughs> he's like that creepy uncle you never wanted. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm ready. all are. All right, three, two, one, play.
got the coveted golden monkey. Taxi driver meets drive. What the fuck? It's weird. <laughs> It's like walking. It's like Blue Ruin. Yeah, right. What's he doing? I don't know. Looks he's like he's choking just kicking himself. ass this whole movie. He fucking got swole up, didn't he? He looks like that character that Zach Galifianakis plays. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the the review said that this movie was brutal. All right. What the fuck? I mean, he's fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. He's fucking. But movie news has been slow. I mean, the only thing that I've saw is there might not be a season four of Rick and Morty. Why? Uh, Adult Swim hasn't picked it picked it up. Yeah, the contracts are in discussion. Yeah, so people are freaking out. Well, if they don't pick it up, it'll just go somewhere else. Why would they not pick that up? Everybody fucking loves that shit. This is what Dan Harmon put on Twitter. I hear you. Tough spot. On one hand, it can be challenging, especially with crippling, lazy alcoholism to write a show that hasn't been ordered by a network. On the other hand, the thought that fans like you pay the price. I mean, I'm going to grab a drink. I mean, he could put that shit up online and do a fucking Kickstarter. Uh, It's not going to die. No, people are just freaking fucking. I did see that Emilio Estevez is about to start a movie. Hmm. Is he Emilio's back? Is coming it coming back? Emilio! Is it Young Guns? Nah, it's some movie with oh. him and Alec Baldwin called The Public. Oh, God. They're going to be fucking each other? Probably in public. <laughs> Emilio! What was that's that a, movie with, uh... Um... Shit. Emilio? I can't remember his name. Took too much. Oh, um... Fuck, uh... He was in a Benicio movie. Del Toro? Yeah, he was in a movie a few years a few years ago. It started with an S. Something to do. There's a lot of guns and Sicario. Maybe Sicario. Maybe. <laughs> I think Geeks. that might be it. There's a sequel. Yeah, it's coming. It's okay, been a yeah, lot of yeah. It's yeah. all the trailer for that. Does it look good? It's all right. But about the first one, I don't think I really like the first one. I mean, 
Well, the not, first one was forgettable. Yeah, like, yeah, like, I can't even remember the name. Huh? <laughs> Sakaro. All right, see, guys. I, mean. I think, yeah, I think that about covers everything. Um, check us out on Facebook, MySpace, Twitter, Pure um, Volume, Friendster, LinkedIn, <laughs> VampireFreaks.com. Yeah. <laughs> we're Just, on all know, of them. Anything that you can find us on, we're yeah. there. What are we going to watch know? next week? Uh, What is it, Adam? You're the. You're well, the it band. was either uh, Pulp Fiction or Reservoir Dogs, right? Yeah, which Number one do you want? Y'all, well, y'all can pick. I already won. <laughs> y'all want to see first. Uh, kind of want to watch Pulp Fiction. Me too. Me personally, because it's like we started with a movie that took place in one place. Well, we're going much. in reverse. Yeah, yeah. So, so I think I, that's that's what I want to do. What about you? I'm definitely not going to watch any anime. <laughs> I mean. Does anime Look, is does anime is it really a movie? Well, we need to watch Akira sometime. What do you think, Trav? Yeah, Trent's I mean, always trying to get me to watch. Uh, what's the one? It's um, he said it's so sad. Grave of the uh, Grave of the Fireflies. Yeah, it is sad. I've watched. It. He's always trying to get yeah. me to watch it, man. It's all it's, those. He said it's so sad. Burn. He won't even watch it again. Like they're all those older ones are good and the art is fantastic, but like anime I don't like has watching serious take, cartoons. Take the <laughs> take the take the diversity that cinema has, and it's just a whole realm of animation. Like where there's psychological horror anime, there's comedy anime. There's I mean it's it's all there. Yeah, uh, I think that you would like. Uh... Akira, though. Nah. I, 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 I'll slap bet you. <laughs> I'm going to like it just so I can slap you. The coveted slap. <laughs> 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 All right, here's what we'll do. Oh. If we watch it and you like it, I'll take your spot on the game. And I'll put my most hated movie up instead of Cloud Atlas. Hey, what is your most hated movie? Fucking that pitch fucking perfect bullshit. Fuck that fucking The first movie. one? All of them. <laughs> I ain't even watched the third one. Fuck that. Pitches are back. Fuck that. I heard that Akira is complicated and confusing. Wasn't watching the copy I watched. And I get it subtitled or at least dubbed. Yeah, they've got dub- I don't want to read it. They've got I can't it read in full stuff when I'm also trying to see things. They've got it in full on uh YouTube dubbed. Okay. Right. Right here. Here. Kira, full movie. Full movie English, two hours and four minutes long. Two hours. And it is it is in three sixty P though. <laughs> I wanna see who I don't, who. I don't <laughs> yeah, right. good on your phone. <laughs> yeah. So you know, it's really not I've, gonna look good on a twenty-seven inch monitor. Like I've, I've watched it, I've watched this version of it though. I, I mean, wanna, it's on YouTube. I want to see some Speedy Gonzalez anime. You know, speaking speaking of Akira, um, 
something I'm looking forward to watching. Hopefully, in the next couple of weeks, is uh, Ready Player One. Oh, I'm going this drop? weekend. This weekend, yeah, I want to see that. I'm going. It's got the Kira bike in it. I want to see that. It looks good. Mm. Yeah. Apparently, there are like Easter egg galores in this film. Yeah, I mean, I mean, trailer. the trailer was low. <laughs> I mean, the Iron Giant, that new trailer, holy shit. They dropped a new trailer, I think, a week or less than a week ago. Really? Yeah, dude. It is. It's 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 got even more shit. It's fucking crazy, man. I want to see like, it. It's got the DeLorean in it. Yeah, I'm hoping. Now, I, I don't know for sure, but I was told that the movie, because it's based on a book, and apparently the final showdown in the book pits like the boss of the story, like the big, you know, whatever the you've got the heroes, guy. the heroes are geared up in a fully built together Megazord, Voltron, maybe a fucking Gundam. Like they fight them in mech suits and yeah. they're all fucking something that nods to some sort of, you know, pop culture reference. Right. Like that would look fucking insane. <laughs> like, well, I mean, you've already seen the Iron Giant and fucking King Kong in the trailer. Why couldn't they do fucking <laughs> the Megazord and fucking Voltron? The Power Rangers Zord. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like they like like someone just summons it or turns into it or something. Well, they're just avatars, right? Yeah, yeah. Like it's yeah, it's like it's like mm-hmm. VR chat, but fucking you can it, really. It's die. like nerd the video game. It's like Discord, but better. I don't know, man. Discord's pretty good. How do you guys guys. feel about Discord versus Skype? Mm, Discord all the way. Discord? Yeah. Who needs video chat? I don't want to see nobody. It's got video chat. Oh. Yeah, it's here now. (laughs) I didn't know that. Yeah. Is it it better than Hooli chat? Oh, way better. The coding (laughs) is just (laughs) way better. It comes back next month. I've been rewatching all of it, and while I'm doing shit around the house, fucking great That's show. Supposed to start back soon, right? Yeah, next month. <sighs> Popper chat. Yeah. Holy chat. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Y'all got anything else? I don't. All right. Oh, Check us out next week. We're gonna watch uh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. We're going to deconstruct this fucking masterpiece. Another quotable masterpiece. Yeah, quotable. Too bad we can't say it all. Probably (laughs) one of my favorites by him. Yeah, on the Reservoir Dogs episode, we need to make a list of all the Tarantino movies in order of favorite to least favorite. How's that sound? Uh, Works for me. All right, all right, guys. Adam's going to hate my list. Hmm. What's your favorite? Kill Bill. Kill Bill's going towards the bottom. No, that's why I'm guessing it's Trav. Yeah. Ah, I knew it. <laughs> it's up there. Really? I can read I can read your mind, Travis. Yeah. Is it I above it. is it above the hateful eight? Does a Kill Bill get a full are. star? Oh a man. Alright, it's bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, check us out next week, uh, Pulp Fiction. Um, rate us on iTunes, comment, email. Do something. 
Yeah. We're on SoundCloud, MediaFire. Tell your friends. On all the Twitters. All the Twitters. Instagrams. Tell your friends. Tell your fucking family. Don't tell my family. Tell your family. Yeah, really. (laughs) Please. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Check us out next week. Keep it real.